Where's my die 20? Did you take my 20? Nora gave it back to you. It fell on the floor. <laughs> it fell. It fell. No, I don't do it's this one. This is your like butt. It's under your say, butt. It's under your that. butt. Mystery Tour. It's a fifth edition D&D actual play about a rock and roll band that solves mysteries while they're on tour. I'm Ed, and I'll be your DM. I'm Emily, and I'm playing a friendly half-giant who plays bass in a band with his pals Wendy and Lars. He's a bit of a hippie and is rocking cut-off jean shorts, a shield adorned with his family labyrinth, and an engineer's hat. Hi, I'm Brayton. I'm playing Staff the Changeling. Staff is a bard. He plays, well... Who knows what he does? He used to be in a band called Dream Lancer, but we might find out that he's not in it anymore. He had a big falling out with his friends, the Fearbolg, who is a type of half-giant, and Windy Snowy Mountain, who I think you'll meet soon. Hi, I'm Nora, and I'm playing Windy Snowy Mountains, a tabaxi bard who looks kind of like a snow leopard. Windy's from uh, the Snowy Mountains, where her cat clan comes from, and she's missing home, but she's making new friends with Lars and uh, rocking out while wearing her Inganalian bandana. Last time on Bardic Mystery Tour, the gang set out on a dangerous escort mission through Greyrock Gulch. After negotiating their way out of a dangerous situation with a rock monster, they came across the isolated Greyrock village. The residents explained that they were being hunted by a land shark, but the person being escorted by Dreamlancer seems to have ulterior motives. We join them as they are being attacked by the deadly land shark. This is Bardic Mystery Tour. It's coming straight for you. Roll initiative. Fifteen. Six. Five. What? I mean, I am laying down with my ear to the ground. It makes sense story-wise that I'd be the last. You think this is a joke, but you will all go before it. What? There's no way that's true. You see a gray armored looking triangle pointing out of the ground moving straight toward you does it have eyes the triangle nope does it have a mouth the triangle no is it a cone or a triangle it's a triangle Triangle. emily i want you to imagine a shark fin oh windy i cast magic missile as a level three spell Eleven damage. Oh, wait, plus one for each. So eleven plus five is sixteen. So he doesn't have a triangle anymore, is what you're saying. Magic darts fire at the triangle on the ground until it's ripped to its fleshy nub. Ew. The bleeding lump of land shark fin falls on the ground and begins pooling in blood. Ew. Staff. I draw my rapier, and I move laterally away from these two chumps, and I ready the action that when something comes out of the ground, I'm going to stab it. I move. I only move like uh, five feet or ten feet. Toward it? Laterally, so that we're not all standing on top of each other whenever it surfaces and gulps us all down like Jaws did to that boat. Was that shark's name Jaws in that movie? I think Jaws is the name of the shark. I believe it's pronounced Yaws. One of the only characters to appear in more than one James Bond film. Odd Jaws. Fearbolg. 
It's my turn? Yeah. Hooray. Yeah, we already made it all the way down to four. Oh, yeah, baby. All right, I run up to the land shark's nub, and I cast Earth Tremor down into it. Okay. Twelve. According to my drawing, she's casting it directly into the grenade part of the body. Nice drawing. That's yeah. good. This is this part. This fin is gone. Yeah, and I then can tell it's here. But you're. I don't think you're gonna get the head. I think it's too far away. The bullet is less than twenty feet from tip to tail. The bullet. I'm sorry. The bullet. All right. Well, twelve points of damage. Do I get a save? No. Why? You're knocked prone. No, I'm underground. And it's not me. It sounds a lot like you. No, I don't get sad when you kill all my creatures I make at all. Well, guy. He doesn't get a save for real? Uh, it's a deck save. It's a deck save? Yeah. Against what? Against me. I rolled higher than me. 15. On a failed save, a creature takes all this damage I gave it, and it's knocked prone. I'm definitely writing that down, but if it saves, it takes half or takes it none? It seems like it doesn't take any. Then the ground opens up beneath the fear bowl, and a giant, like, 12-foot-long, football-shaped, grenade-belt-wearing armadillo turtle with stumpy legs comes bursting from the ground and its long snooty mouth full of razor sharp teeth bites at the fear bulb. Cutting words. Does an 11 hit you? No. And it completely misses the fear bulb, and it lands beside the fear bulb. Roll a perception check. Everyone that's paying attention during combat, not spacing out. 21. 19. 16. You hear the sound that you heard before that was on the other side of you from where you thought you heard it the first time. Oh, no, guys. I think there's another one. Then another one bursts out of the ground, and it attacks Scrapper. I attack it, then. as my reaction. Remember, I set that action up. Okay, do it. Seven. And then it chomps on Scrapper. Does an 18 hit you? Yes. 28 damage. Holy moly. And now it's Wendy's turn. I'm going to hit the one that messed with my new bandmate, Scrapper. But I'm going to do it on the side that... I can hit just a land shark and not hit Scrapper or myself. Cat life. When I get really worked up, I make quite a clatter. Stomping and raging about until we resolve the matter. But when we reach that point of no return, I'll end the argument definitively with a shatter. Everyone roll a nature check. 16. 5. 13. All right, Wendy, you can tell clearly the one fighting the fear bulb is a male bullet, and the one fighting Scrapper is a female bullet. Okay. You can use that knowledge later in the podcast as I roll a saving throw against Shatter. What's your saving throw? 14. Constitution saving throw. All right, well, how much damage did you do? 
13 damage. Scrabber. Now is the time for me to use my special healing ability. I cast Cure Wounds on myself with um, my special Find the Wound ability I learned from a paladin on the road. If you've been hit, point me to the painful bit by the power of this spell. I'll cure your wounds and make you well. And if you're nearby, I'll be your favorite guy. I'll heal you up quick with the secret paladin trick. I heal myself for 14 hit points. Okay. Fearbolg. Uh, I'm gonna back away. You're in difficult terrain, so you move at half speed. So 15 feet. Okay. Then I'm gonna cast Conjure Animals. I'm going to conjure a rhinoceros and tell it to attack the... Bullet. Bullet. (laughs) The land shark. Which one? The one that's closer to me. Finless? Finless, yes. The one with no fin is the male and the other one's the female. It says the summoned creatures are friendly to you and your companions. And I have to roll initiative for the summoned creatures as a group because it's going to have its own turn. It got a six... As initiative. So the rhinoceros showed up, but it's between you and the bullet, finless. How do you spell bullet? B-U-L-L-E-T. T-E. Why? Oh, really? Yeah. Are you calling it that? That's the name of the monster. It's not a land shark? They're the same monster. Oh, it's a different name for it? Land shark's the colloquial term for bullet. Yeah, like crayfish and crawdad. The first one attacks the rhinoceros. But it bites its own lip and starts bleeding. <laughs> Suck it. The other one attacks Scrapper. Oh, no. Does an 18 hit you? Yes. It bites Scrapper for 24 damage. 24 damage? Yeah, far below the average for this die roll. Jeepers creepers. Windy. I'm going to shatter the one closest to Scrapper again. And I'm going to cast it as a level 3. Quite a clatter, stomping and raging about until we resolve the matter. But when we reach the point of no return, I'll end the argument definitively with a shatter. Fifteen damage. What's the save against? Fourteen. I would like to bardically inspire my new friend Scrapper. Ah, oh, thanks. Hey you, you're pretty cool, and I think the world of you. So let's take a drink and give it a thing. This time your aim should be true. Staff, I have to heal myself again because I'm going to die. So this time, no jokes allowed. I'm going to cast Cure Wounds. 
and I'm going to make it more powerful with my bardic abilities, and I'm going to cast it as a third level spell. If you've been hit, point me to the painful bit. By the power of this spell, I'll cure your wounds and make you well. And if you're nearby, I healed myself for 16 hit points. Wow. I thought you said no jokes allowed this time. Yeah, it was a really bad roll. Rhinoceros. Gore attack. 17 to hit. That is technically a hit. Here comes your bludgeoning damage, land shark. 19 damage. From the horn of my pal, the rhinosaurus. The ugly unicorn. He's got two. He's a binicorn. Oh, okay. Do some have two and some have one? I don't know. There's white rhinos and black rhinos in real life. Are there still white rhinos, though? You know what, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know, but they are actually called wide rhinos, not white. But then it got confused with the language because they sound similar. Because it has mm. to do with this width of their mouth shape. So white rhinos have a wider mouth shape. And black rhinos have more like narrow, pointier beak. Now you know. Now you know. The more you know. All right, bass player. Are you dying? Or are you okay? In- On a scale from 1 to 45, I'm around 23. Okay. It's good to know. Just saying. So I'm going to take my crook, crack my crook over his head. The shark, not any of my friends or the rhinoceros. Uh, also, Crow the Raven says, I see two bullets. Sick dudes. Stay up there, bro. Stay out of harm's way. You know? They're surrounded by adventurers. Oh, yeah, bro. You move back up to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Through difficult terrain. 20. That is a hit. 10 damage. All right. And then as a bonus action, I cast Healing Word on uh, Chumpet over there who's not doing so hot. Windy. No. I can see you need relief, so I'll try to be brief. Hear my healing song and let it sing till you are strong. Seven. Band-Aids fly out of my fingers. Thank you. That's the end of my turn. The first bullet attacks the rhinoceros. Does a 13 hit? Yes. Deals your rhinoceros. 29 damage. Jeez. How many hit points does your rhinoceros have? It's doing okay. No one needs to worry, but I do need you to keep going so that I can do the math. The other one attacks Scrapper. Does a 22 hit you? Yeah. How many hit points do you have? 30. Oh, psh. Cutting words the damage. Nineteen damage. Oh my. I'm sure you're fine. I'm sure I'm fine too. Windy. I'm gonna move up to Scrapper and cast Cure Wounds on her. Okay. As a level two spell. You got a grizzly cut there. It's laying your bone quite bare. But if you come over here, I'll cure all your wounds, don't you fear? Thirteen band-aids. Well, thank you. And then I move back. All right. Scrapper. 
I'm going to stab this thing. We got to make some headway. I attack the bullet with my rapier. Good luck. I got a, an eight. Is a natural one? No, it was a three. Somehow you miss. And then I move away 30 feet. It takes an attack of opportunity. Does it? Because I have the mobility feat. So if I attack it, hit or miss, then I can move away from it without provoking an attack of opportunity. It never gets one? If I, As long as I attack it. Never. So if you cast a spell and move, then it does? I guess so. Or if you tie your shoes and move, it does? Yeah. Or if I just dash away. Cool. Rhinoceros. Yeah. I don't know what noise do rhinoceros make. Yeah, I feel like it's that and the combination. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, did, did it. All right. My rhinoceros gores Sharklander, the Sharkening. 14. Armor class? Yeah. It misses. Dang. Too bad no one inspired it with their bonus action. Oh, I was healing somebody weak. Boring. Can you inspire a rhinoceros? Fuck yeah. And then it feels play so good. a little good. song and it's like, yeah, I'm ready. Hey, baby, I will get you with my horn. <laughs> anyway, that's the end of its turn. Then what about your turn? I'm going to give it another crickety crack with my double-handed shepherd's crook. Eleven. That's also a miss. The first one attacks the rhinoceros. Does a 24 hit? Uh, Yes. 31 damage. It evaporates into thin air and disappears. It just turns back into face spirits and flits away. And I say, thanks, man. And then, let's see. Which way did Scrapper go? Wait, you just cut me off. I couldn't even bardically inspire anyone. Okay. I want to bardically inspire my good pal, Windy. Which way does Scrapper go? Back past Windy? Yeah. The bullet attacks Windy. Does a 25 hit you? Uh, let me check my character sheet. It's going to be a close one. Mm, I don't know. That hits. Barely? Yeah. All right. 32 damage. These things chomp, man. It also moved up to you 10 feet. I figured that was given but i want everyone to know in case anyone's keeping track of combat position okay it's your turn i am gonna cast shatter on the one that's closest to me but not include myself in the radius as a third level spell okay when i get really worked up i make quite a clatter stomping and raging about until we resolve the matter but when we reach that point of no Seventeen damage. What's the saving throw? Fourteen. Hmm. Staff. I'm gonna use a new ability I learned from a druid on the road. I'm gonna summon a guardian fey animal. It's a large spectral cat. And I'm going to summon it right next to Windy. And what happens is if an enemy that moves into a, or leaves an adjacent space next to the guardian must make a wisdom saving throw, taking magical slashing damage. And any creature dealt damage by the guardian spirit will have their speed reduced to zero for the rest of the turn. Whoa. 
But so it doesn't normally attack only if it moves. Yeah. It doesn't like, it's not if it evokes an opportunity attack. It's if it moves and it's next to it, it gets attacked. Yeah. I feel like maybe this isn't as good of a play, but I was saving it. So I felt like I should finally like do it. And I was trying to keep it from getting away in like tanking for us. Oh, is that of hit points? Can it be attacked? No. It's a concentration effect. So if I lose concentration, it will dissipate and it lasts for 10 minutes, but it can't move. It's just like a certain spot. All right. I learned to summon a fate From a druid I met along the way Kitty keeps the monsters back And stops melee attacks That's why I'm still alive Today Fear bold. Okay, I'm gonna um, hit it with my, uh, my shepherd's crook again 14 that's a miss. Dang. As a bonus action, I'm going to cast Healing Word on Windago over there. I can see you need relief, so I'll try to be brief. Hear my healing song and let it sing till you are strong. Eight band-aids. Technically more than six. All right, that's the end of my turn. All right. First bullet attacks the fear bulg. Cutting words. My words are poison, leaching into your soil. You can't resist them, no matter how you toil. Does a four hit you? No. The other one attacks Wendy. Cutting words. But I meant Wendy. Does a seven hit you? It does not. All the bullets cry. Windy. I cast magic missiles as a level two spell on the one that's closest to me. Magic missiles. The cut right through. Coming after you. Uh, 12 damage. Is it the end of your turn? Yep. Staff, I would like you to take your turn now. Okay, I move up 20 feet, I stab it with my rapier, and I move back 20 feet. You got a 40? Yeah, because I took mobility. It's not a spell, it's just mobility. Don't you know, don't you know. And I'm going to use the bardic inspiration that I had from Wendy from the very beginning of combat. Did you roll a 1? He sure did. It's easier to roll a 1 on a die 8 than it is on a die 20. Let's give him a break. Armor class 13. You... Miss. All right. Then I move back 20 feet. And I say, Wendy, uh, move back away from it so that it doesn't attack you. All right, Fearbolg. You think you know what's up? I'm going to cast Conjure Animals again. And this time, I'm going to Conjure Eight Elk. Wow. A herd. You can conjure eight elk? Well, it says I can conjure eight one-quarter level beings. 
All right. And I'm going to name them the notes in a scale, and so it's easy to remember. And since they're elk, I'm going to do the E minor scale. So one's called E, F sharp, G, A, B, C, D, and E prime. Just so we all are clear on which one is getting mauled at what time. Okay. Can I send four of them over to help my pals? Yeah, it's any space that you can see within 60 feet, right? And they roll initiative on their own when you conjure them. Oh, shit. Okay. I need eight D20, right? I'll hand these to you, but I'm doing it slowly in case Ed wants to say, just roll once for all of them. I'm going to pee real quick. Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) He doesn't care. I would say roll once for all of them, but she's praying that she gets less than four on some of these, so I'm going to let it happen. Are you ready for this? So ready. E. You're going to roll. Why do you need all those dice if you're going to roll them individually? Oh, yeah. Well, because I thought I should do them in order. They're not smart, and they are not well-liked if I'm looking at their stats. I agree not with very both of charismatic. those. charismatic? No. Charisma doesn't tell you if they're well-liked. It tells you if they're likable. Okay. That's true. So, um, It also tells you how strong their personality is. Even if you don't like them, they can have a very strong personality. Semantics. It's the only thing I do. So, um... You summoned four on each boulette? Yeah. Okay. And we're going to cut that scale down the middle. Are you doing any bonus action or anything? Um, I'm going to inspire my new pal, because it seemed like the last inspiration didn't take very well. Which one? The one from Wendy. You're inspiring the inspiration from Wendy. Which pal? Oh, the not Wendy pal. Because you just made eight new pals. Oh, yeah. They're my good little guys, but I'm not... I'm not inspiring them. I'm inspiring Scrapper. Thanks. I believe in you, and you should too. You can do whatever you're trying to do. The bullet that is fighting Windy begins to burrow underground. Oh, is it do leaving the adjacency? Do I get an attack of opportunity? You don't get one. Does this panther... If it tries to leave, it gets attacked. Does it need to invoke an opportunity attacks? No, it just... If it moves into or out of a space... Okay, so roll... So it gets a wisdom save. Oh, it gets a wisdom save against... DC 14. All right. It scoots away. It takes five damage. Uh, No, it doesn't. This is bullcrap. If it takes damage, it has a zero movement speed. All right. It moves... Away from you. You see its fin protruding from the ground. And then the other one leaps through the air toward the pile of elk. That's over by us? It's by Windy. Does that mean that it moves adjacent to the guardian spirit? Yeah. Then the guardian spirit attacks it. If it moves to it or away from it? To a space adjacent to it or tries to leave that space. So what if you turn his movement speed to zero after it moves? It still takes a D8 damage if it fails the wisdom save. It lands on one of your elk. Which one? E, F sharp, G, or A? A. Okay, how many damages? Well, it hits armor class 20. It hits. I'll tell you that. It takes 10 slashing and 14 bludgeoning. It evaporates. And and I go, thanks. They're not as tough, but there's more of them. more of them. It's your turn, Wendy. I attack it with my rapier. Okay. Are you inspired? Yes. Will it help? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Don't don't use it. There's no way. What's your, what do you add to that? Five? Six. Six? So, like, you're going to have a nine plus a D8, which has an average of four and a half. 
It's not going to hit it. I'll give you a hint. It's technically possible to hit this with your inspiration. Yeah, I just need like a 15. You got to roll an you gotta 8, roll baby. 15 on a die 8? I need a 6 or above. Its armor class is not a 15. I need a 7 or above. <laughs> I need an 8. Yeah. <laughs> it's your choice. Uh, all right, I'm not going to do it. No, I'm going to do it because I'm not going to use it otherwise. Okay. Yeah, because you'll forget you I have it. I always forget. I rolled a 11. That's a miss. All right, I move away. Then an opportunity bites you. Okay. Does a 17 hit you? I think so. 19 damage. Are you unconscious? No, I have a one hit point left. Excuse you very much. Damn it. All right, well, what was Stas' initiative? Was it five? No. Six? Yeah. So it goes at the same time as the elk? The initiative is... 18, 20, 16, 14, 1, 9, 17, or I oh. rolled a 6 for all of them. It's up to you. I thought you said 6 for all of them. While you were in the bathroom, we did look it up, and technically the spell says roll 1 initiative. So if you want me to change these all to 6, To avoid this ridiculousness. All right, they're all 6s. So you guys have to decide whether Staff's going first or the Elk's going first. The Elk, since one died, only gets 7 votes. I think Staff should go first. Okay. All right, I'm going to move up to Wendy and cast Cure Wounds as a third level spell. If you've been hit, point me to the painful bit. By the power of this spell, I'll cure your wounds and make you well. Uh, for 15 hit points. Nice. And I say, we're all going to die, Jesus Christ. <laughs> this isn't normally how our fights go. I'm sorry. That's my whole turn. All right, Elk. All right, E attacks the land shark. All right, he kicks it for 24. For 24? Well, he hits uh, 24. That is a hit. Nine damage. All right. F sharp attacks with his hooves for 16. That's a miss. G attacks with his hooves for nine. That's a miss. A's dead. A's dead. Are we good? The other four elk are only 30 feet away, so. Oh, okay. All right. So B runs over and rams it. Seven. That's a miss. C tries to ram it. Getting all these shitty rolls out here. I guess it's a pretty big monster, so maybe this many elk can try to ram it, but okay, let's for keep going. For 13. It's a miss. Oh, they ram and then they leap over. Because they have extra move speed. It's like a drive-by ramming. <laughs> D. 13. That's a miss. And E. Prime. 13. That's a miss. All right. Their turns are over. Yeah, all right. Fear roll. All right. I run over. I crick it in the crack. You find a little corner to sneak in. 14. It's a miss. Too many elk in the way. I was afraid of hitting all my friends. Uh, and then I, who's in worse shape? Windy, I think. Windy, yeah. All right, I cast Healing Word as a bonus action on Windy. Eight band-aids. Thanks. All right, so who's standing next to this thing? Seven elk. And a guardian spirit. All right. It attacks D. It only got a 15. Is that a hit? Uh, yeah. Why do I have to use these rolls on these elk? This is why I put them there. 37. Oof. Damage. Thanks, I say. So mad that didn't hit Brayton. 
right, Wendy, it's your turn. I cast magic missiles on it. The one that's still there. Nine damage. All right. Staff, please take your turn. I'm going to pull out my short bow and shoot it. Okay. Critical hit. Pow. Right in its stupid cricks. Someone double check that. Make sure that's not. It's true. I can see it. I mean cracks. Creaks. Cracks. Crooks. Seven damage. Wow. Right in its fin hole that it has in the top. And that's my whole turn. All right, let's do some elk. E attacks with a ram. I thought they 21. Were it has a ram that it's holding? Yeah, and it's beating it over the head with it. 21 to hit. That's a hit. Four damage. You're laughing, but that's more than half of what staff did on a critical, so <laughs> I don't think you should be embarrassed about that. F sharp hits with a ram. They passed it off. He didn't get a good hold of it. Eight. That's actually a miss. All right. G attacks with a ram. 24. That's actually a hit. Four damage. B attacks with a ram. 24. That's a hit. Uh, five damage. Wow. Moving up in the world. C attacks with a ram. Eight. Armor class? No, that's a miss. All right. And... E-Prime attacks with the ram. You should have called the last one Octavio. 16 to hit. That is a miss. All right. That's the end of the ram turns. All right. How about Fearbold turns? I mean, turn? the elk turns. Yeah. I cast the cantrip Toll the Dead on the shark land. On the what? On the land shark. What'd you say the first time? Shark land. All right. Shark land it is. Cover your ears if you don't want to hear me break the news. Ready to toll decay chimes at noon. What's uh, your will save? Oh Difficulty class. Is that my spell save? He means wisdom save. He, what he wants to say is, what's oh your my spell God. save, DC? I'm trying so hard. It's 15. How much damage did you do? It is already wounded. So I get can... 2d12. Why do you get two? So you got one. It says 2d8 or 2d12. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we're high enough level that it increased. Yeah. 14 damage. Then a 25-foot-tall spectral reaper pulls out a scythe and slashes it through its soul and reaping its soul, and the soulless bullet falls lifeless on the ground. Was that real? Because if that's really what happened, I'm super pumped. I I don't know. How the fuck else would it die? Did it die? Yeah, it died. (laughs) It died from hearing bells. It was deafened to death. No, it was... Necrotic. It just rotted a little harder than normal. It was an invisible reaper, though. So only if you could see invisibility could you see it. Is there anyone here who can see invisibility? Not me. I'm not telling. Can we pretend that Crow could see it? Just No. Dang. All right, well, the elk are still going to hang out with us until the spell ends. I'm continuing to concentrate on them. All right. The other bullet continues to burrow away from you. Let me see this book real quick. Oh, man, this bullet is fast. Even when burrowing. I was under the impression it was so far away that it was gone. Well, it just moved 80 more feet. All right, cool. 
Good work on this bullet, guys. Let's take a break. Yeah. Way to go, team. I'm really hurting. Me, me too. I only have, like, one spell that does anything. All right. Well, how about this? Let's take a short rest. Should we hide somewhere? Yeah, should we go to, like, high ground? Sleep in a tree, maybe? There's no tree around here. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I brought my tent with me. Okay. Let's find a comfy-looking rock spot. Uh, I look around. Is there a comfy-looking rock spot? Uh, There's a bunch of benches in the amphitheater. <laughs> All right, let's go to the amphitheater. Yeah. We can set up on the stage. It's got to be big enough to set up a tent, right? You think that's more comfortable than the benches? Yeah, because it's broader. You're talking about for flat. a tent area. Yeah. I'm talking about somewhere to sleep. I like sleeping on benches. Yeah, I go to the bench area. I guess I go pick out a bench. Rock solid, man. And then I cast Liamin's Tiny Hut. In case that bullet comes back and tries to kill us. That's not, you don't need a a comfortable tent area for Liamon's tiny hut. It doesn't make, the inside's not extra planar. This is just a dome? It's just a dome. It's, I think it's a whole sphere, but it might be a dome. It's a whole sphere, but half of it's underground, so you can't see it. I hope so, because otherwise I feel like it's not protection against the bullet. Just cast it upside down then. You can't cast spells upside down. What if you stand on you your head? You need like a meta magic feet for that. Meta magic feats. You guys remember third edition? So it just has a dome. Oh yeah, not a sphere, bro. Is it colorful? Yeah. Oh, I imagine it's like orange and glowy. This is an immobile dome of force. Is it transparent? Then everybody can watch us getting changed to go to bed. That's creepy. You can't see inside it. It's opaque from the outside of any color you choose, but it is transparent from the inside. So I'm gonna make it green. No, I make it rock colored. I make it gray. You try to pick a color close to the rock formations around you? Yeah. Okay. Is it shiny or matte finish when you look at it? It's matte finish. I call the scrapper and I say, hey, dude, are we allowed to come hang out in there with you? Oh, no, you have to be inside when I cast it or else you won't be able to get in. You let us in when you cast it around all three of us? Or? Okay, so I say everyone come around me and then I cast What it. about the elk? The elk can fuck right off. Oh, I tell the elk to come and, like, surround us. I move away from the elk. I'm like, let's get away from these elk. And then I cast it when they're not there. We can't have these stupid elk in here. It's not that big. Okay, they're just going to hang out outside, man. Okay, well, get them out of here. Okay, I'm like, go over there. And I point. I'm like, and huddle together and, like, you know, horns out, man. Then they make that elk noise. It's like the whistle hoot. The bugle. I think that's a turkey. Oh, that was a goat. No, I'm pretty sure that's a turkey. No. There are goats that sound like turkeys, and it's terrifying, and their tongues, like, waggle out of their mouth while they make that noise. I don't like that. Yeah, never, never. What's the elk noise? Right, right you gotta do the... While I do the ready? One, two, three. Does that sound like an elk, guys? It's not bad. I don't think it's super accurate. All right, I cast that spell finally after um, yelling at each other for hours. L-E-O-M-U-N, the apostrophe. That's Leomun's got a tiny hut, and it's big enough for all of us. Leomun's got a tiny hut, and it's big enough for all of us. I will sing a song of rest. Take a little nap And when you wake We do 
Everybody gets two. Including the elk if they take a nap. Oh, the elk are going to disappear at the end of this hour. Hey there, friendos. I hope everyone's staying warm and cozy and holiday spirity out there. As always, we really appreciate you listening to Bardic Mystery Tour, and we hope we're helping to make your pandemic more bearable. Like most other places, our state and county's COVID-19 cases continue to rise. So for the next arc, we actually decided to try recording virtually for the first time ever, even though we all live within a mile of each other. Hopefully, fingers crossed, the audio quality and, and engagement of the podcast remains the same for you listeners. I also finally finished posting all of our group portraits on social media, so we'll hopefully get those posted on our website soon. If you haven't yet, please check us out on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, or at bardicmysterytour.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you soon in the HRC. So, um, in the hour that we were hanging out, what happened? Is there still a land shark moving around outside? Roll a perception check. 19. 17. 21. You didn't hear a land shark. And all the elk were just outside making elk noises. They were never being, like, afraid of land sharks and stuff. And then they disappeared. Eventually they stopped making elk noises. Looks like we saved the day. Yeah, I ask everybody to huddle up for a second. So that if there's rockmen trying to overhear us, they can't listen in. I huddle up. Looks like the other bullet went away. Do you think we're safe to just declare victory? I don't know, man. Probably. How bad are we going to feel, though, if we start playing a show and the other one comes back? Like, real bad. Yeah, I guess we'll probably feel bad. How big is Lehman's tiny hut? Uh, it's big enough for nine medium creatures. You could have let in these elk, but you chose not to. Yeah, I don't want them shitting all over the hut. Aren't they large? So you could have let in three at max. They also don't really exist. They are large. So they would have had to come up with some creative ways to fit around that bullet. Yeah, it's also, um, I assume it's like tent sizes. A four-person tent is really only nice for like two or three people. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. I would like to see if I can tell which way the bullet went. Roll a survival check. Five. Wendy seems unable to find any shark sign. Wendy, that's not how you do it. You gotta use your nose, and I get down and I smell for it. Thirteen. You find no elk sign. Um, elk sign or... You also find no elk sign. But what you really find is no shark sign. I telepathically tell Crow to go take a peek. I'm like, hey man, go check and see if you see where that bullet went, you know? Yeah, man, I'll see what I can do. <sighs> he makes flying sounds when he flies. Also, he probably thinks he's a superhero. He's like... Whoosh, and like pretends like he has a cape. Yeah, I'll get him one. I, I looked also while I sent Crow to look. Because I thought more eyes is better. I got 22. On my tracking or whatever. You found the spot where you originally were having that combat, and you found some of the places where they burrowed in, and you're like, oh, yeah, now I see what you're talking about when you say shark sign, but, like, uh, you can't see where one may have left. It's difficult to follow, but you can find it. Is that Rockman that was keeping an eye out still around? Yeah, the pile of gravel. Yeah. He's by the amphitheater. Do you want to go talk to him? Yeah. All right. I nudge the pile of gravel. Uh, hey. Hey, uh, so we killed one of the bullets. What do you mean one of the bullets? There was another one. It's gone. Well, that can't be good. Maybe that's why they were so frequent. Makes more sense if they have to eat twice as many rock monsters. Mm -hmm. Do you know where they live? No, just like in the rocks and stuff. Well, we hurt the other one pretty bad, so it's probably safe to do a rock and roll show. 
if we hurt it really bad, then now's the time to strike. Yeah, but we can't find it. What do you mean? You said you could see the the shark sign, right? Scrapper can. This one's it's, it's some sort of master thief bullet because it's moving with such grace that it's impossible to track by even the most renowned trackers. Oh, there's no way. Shark sign is completely obvious. I'll show you. Come here. Where did you see this bullet? Right here, man. And I point down. No, no. It was over there where the combat was. And oh. I point towards that. All right. So you go over to where the combat was. What? You were by the amphitheater where he was. Uh-uh. I went over and found it, and I'm standing like, over there. You were like 300 meters away, just being like, oh, hey, right. you're here, man. All right. Once you get back over to the combat, you see the fear bulb just pointing at the ground for some reason. <laughs> There's a dead bullet minus one fin on the ground. I want to investigate the dead body in case there's anything good like yeah, secret right. treasure roll an investigation check. yeah i help five mm, nope nothing spectacular you said you helped you but can't she didn't add anything to her roles therefore she didn't use your help you were backseat driving i was like why don't you check under its tongue and then wendy was like nope okay and then just didn't and so then i'm gonna look under its tongue that's what i'm trying to say nope she also convinced you that she looked thoroughly it's part of the helping process. It's yeah, but trust. you should tell Nora what help means in D&D if you're going to yeah. do that. He adds two to your role. Okay, I got a seven. All right. You found nothing. I'm still uh, pointing down at this new shark sign. I'm being like, over here, man. And then the rock monster says, which you never add. This is like the first character you've never asked her name. I thought about it, but like I thought about yeah, it. Yeah, don't worry about it then. The rock monster goes, no, 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 that's, the, that's where they came in. That's not where they left. Look over here. And he points to, like, the ground where there's nothing. And he's like, this is the exit path. Yeah, can you follow that path? Yeah, oh, yeah. Why don't you lead us along the way, and we'll protect you. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, you can't just follow it? No, we can't see it like you can. No, uh, Scrapper said that she could see it. I want to be honest. During the fight, I got some dust in my eye, and I can't see very well right now. Oh, sure, I'll follow it for you then. Nice. You're not going to make him roll a bluff check? Sure, roll a deception check. I don't make people roll bluff checks, Nora. That would be stupid because that's a third edition rule, and I only ever say fifth edition rules on our fifth edition D&D podcast. 24. Yeah, do you want to roll an insight? Seven. So at this point, you're convinced that Scrapper could actually see the shark sign and just now has too much dust in her eyes. Okay. The pile of gravel rock monster. Walks you into the, what do you call like rock wilderness? It's still wilderness, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. So what does this rock man monster look like whenever he moves? Is he just loose gravel that's kind of all together in a man-ish shape? Yeah. Or what? Yep. Are his feet just like a bunch of little pebbles that are moving like treads on a tank? No, he walks with like legs, but that's pretty cool. Do his legs come off the ground, though? Yeah, 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 he walks like a a human walks. I've been imagining the rock elementals. I can't remember what they're called. From World of Warcraft. I think they're just called Earth Elementals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they just have two, like, rocks that are feet that are not attached. Yeah, yeah. That just, like, move. Um, I'm sorry, I did it wrong. No, and if you pay attention, like, if you find one that's, like, a memorable pebble and you follow it, it stays in, like, the same general place. You think that he has, like, a structure to him. Okay. It's just he's able to bend himself. He's flexible enough to look like he turns into a pile of gravel when he lays down he's more like a transformer yeah nice Sick. anyway you follow him for like a while almost an hour and then he's like oh geez there's a whole crap ton of shark sign over here gotta be close to its nest 
Or what, what, what do sharks live in? The ocean. Just out there. They don't have homes. Some sharks live in tanks. Anyway, this has got to be somewhere near the burrow. They live in burrows. Oh, sweet. B-O-R-O-U-G-H. I know a sweet trick I learned for bees. Let's just fill this with gasoline and light it on fire. Did you bring gas with you? I thought you guys brought it. No, uh-uh. No, I left it with uh, Valerie. All my gasoline's in the cart. Dang it. What about um, we just fill it with boiling water? Do you have boiling water? No, do you guys have any? I mean, I can make a fire. Do you have any water? I just have this canteen. It's not a whole ton of it. Yeah, I don't have. I just have a canteen. Yeah, that's a real shame. It'd be awesome if someone knew prestidigitation. That doesn't create water. No, it could make it hot, though. Yeah, and it can make it taste like things. We could have crystal light. Hot crystal light, baby. Ew. No, that ain't, I've never tried it. I'm willing to try it. Yeah, I'll try it out. All right, I want to propose this. What if we put on a show to lure the land shark out because everybody likes a good bardic show? I'll juggle. Uh, big guy, you can do crook tricks, right? Yeah. And I'll do knife throwing if the rock monster will stand next to this board. What if we just make it think we're attacking its burrow and then it'll defend it, right? Oh, yeah. Do you mean to cast Earth Drummer down into this burrow? Sure. Probably a good idea. I stand back. All right. You guys back it can up. Can we ready in action? Sure. Okay. I want to ready a crossbow bolt. Okay. I stand away from Wendy by like 20 feet and I ready my short bow for the same kind of thing. The gravel rock monster says, I don't know, that's probably like the center-ish above it. That's my best guess. I'm not a land shark aficionado. All right, that's better than I know, though, so thanks for that. I'm going to hang out on the other side of that little ridge right there. I'll give you a minute to get over there. He, like, does his best job at running, but it's difficult. Does he sound like a bag of rocks when he runs? Yes. All right, I back up 10 feet from the center, and I cast Earth Tremor into the dirt, like down in the middle where he pointed. You feel that rumbling, you feel that shake. I know that's trembling, gonna knock you on your face. Four damage. What's the saving throw? 15. It's a dexterity saving throw. And then a land shark bursts out of the ground underneath the fear bog. But I think that there are a handful of opportunity attacks that have to occur. Can we shoot it? They're not opportunity attacks. They are delayed actions. I shoot it in the dumb face. I hit it for six armor class. Six armor class? Yep. That does actually barely misses. Does it look like the same one as before that ran away? Or does it look like a new one? Roll a perception check. Eleven. Perception. Is it the same one? You don't you're not like very skilled in bullet. Alright, I shoot it. Armor class twelve. That actually also misses. And then it chomps on the fear bowl. Good thing we readied those actions. Cutting words. Originally rolled a 26 armor class. Still gonna hit. I don't know, 18? Yeah, that's a hit. Okay. Why are you saying okay like that? If you say so. Why? I didn't do anything wrong. Holy moly! Uh, that's only slightly above average. Can I cutting words the damage? I think you can, right? Cutting words! My words are poison Leeching into your 
31 minus 8 is 23. All right, I turn invisible because that's what my character can do to move away. On the bullet's turn? Or? Yeah, why don't you wait till your turn? Sorry, ignore that. Okay, I don't understand why you're getting mad at us because you don't know how combat works after we played d d Well, we like didn't roll three. for initiative, so how am I going to know what roll, what order we go in? I think that Emily is making a kind of a good point. Everyone roll initiative. 12. 17. 12. Windy Snowy Mountain, it is time for your turn. I'm going to shoot it with some magic missiles. Pew, pew. Right in its dumb face, because I missed it the last time I tried to get it in the dumb face. Three darts fly out for 10 damage. I guess technically you guys can decide who goes first between Staff and the Fearbolg. But if we make Staff go first, then it's exactly the same as the last combat initiative. You can go. I pull my rapier out and I leap forward to stab this foe using my bardic inspiration thing that I learned from a fighter on the road. They should come up with better names. Yeah, that one just doesn't have a good name. Met myself a warrior, he was spry and he was quick He gave to me the trapier and he taught me all its tricks A powerful attack is the best kind of defense And when I meet a foe, then they meet their bitter end I add my inspiration die to my attack roll So I hit armor class 17, which I think barely hits it That is actually its armor class Nice! And then I deal it mondo damage I deal at 10 damage. Mondo damage. Like 4 die 12. Oh, I decided earlier that the reason that the bullet does 4 die 12 damage is because all of its legs are great axes. And then, because I'm 6th level now, I can, once per use of that inspiration, I can get a second attack in a single round. What? And I do it now. Armor class 21. And that's actually a hit. For 10 damage again. And I say, leave my friend alone. We're in a band together, and we both play stringed instruments. Then the bullet makes this noise. That's my turn. Oh, right. I enact Hidden Step, because I got hit. It says, as a bonus action, you can magically turn invisible until the start of your next turn, or until you attack, make a damage roll, or force someone to make a saving throw. Once you use this trait, you can't use it again until you finish a short or long rest. So then I'm invisible, and then I run away from it because it can't see me. It can't do an attack, right? Is that in the rules? Uh, yeah. And that's not a spell. It's an ability, so you can still cast a spell? Yeah. Bro. <sighs> and then I want to cast Toll the Dead as a cantrip on the land shark. You just are going to do this all the time? No, just right now and earlier today. Cover your ears if you don't want to hear me break the news to you. I've got necrosis ready to toll decay, child. 
So I get a will save? Yeah, against 15. But if I make my will save, then I take zero damage. I think so, yeah. 13 damage. Bong. Do you think if it makes the save, you don't hear the bell? No, no, no. The bell happens anyway. I think that's important because when you cast the spell, if you're trying to sneak around. Do you think when you cast spell. Toll of the Dead, everybody wants Taco Bell? Yeah. What? Well, I don't get it. I don't want it. Taco Bell? What is your joke? Oh, Taco Bell's a restaurant chain. And then their commercials yeah. have like a bell sound. At the end of the commercial, it's like, boom. Yeah, but it's like bright and cheerful. It's not like dolorous, deep, and deafening. Okay, well, um... Same thing happens to this one that happened in the last one, but I don't remember exactly what I said. So if someone else wants to try to replicate it, they're you welcome said, to. You said there was like a giant spectral figure with a sigh and it swiped it through the You have to bullet. say it in his voice, though. Like that. You said the word soul too many times in a row. You said like a giant soul man with a scythe. With a soul scythe. Slashed its soul. soul right out of the soulless bullet. And it fell soullessly on the soul of the ground. And the soles of its feet were straight up. In the soles of its shoes. That's what it was like. We're solely salacious. And the sun. I mean, the soul. Under soul. The soul, soul. Solely, sullenly, solidify. It's dead. Ah, oh, sweet. Time for a show then, you know? But there, if there were two, there could be like ten. Yeah, how, how do we, like, I mean, we only saw two, but I was wondering, like, what if there's babies? Oh, yeah. They're probably a mating pair. Think about it. I lay down on the ground and I listen to the ground to see if I hear any... Roll a. Can I help her listen? Perception check. You can yeah. help her by casting prestidigitation and causing that sound under the ground. Jerk. You said a perception? Yeah. You can help her. I don't exactly know how that works. I guess maybe helping rules are you have to explain how you help her. So if you can't explain how you help, you like keep everyone quiet. <laughs> yeah, I tell Scrapper and the Rock Man to shut it. That helps. 24. You don't hear anything. Uh, guys, I don't hear anything down there. All right, well, let's just tell them that we killed them all and then, you know. Also, like, if they're babies, you know, they probably bite a little less hard. Easier to kill them if you're a rock man. Easier to, in the amount of time it takes for a bullet to become an adult, turn into a giant pack of murderous monsters roving the countryside, eating all of the people we like. Soulfully. I think we should all bring it in for a team high five. Kawabunga! All right, let's go back to the town and tell them that we're ready for the big show. Oh, yeah. All right. Hey, uh, Rock Dude, what's your name, by the way? Gok. Gok, can you lead us back to the amphitheater in the village? Sure. I call Crow down to me, and I put my Birkenstocks back on my feet. Gok leads you back to Grey Rock Village. You see a cart that you didn't see last time you were here. Wait, what's that cart about? And there's a dwarf standing there. Is it a dwarf we recognize? No. He's old. He's wearing banded mail. What does that look like? And he has a pony. It's like leather with like straps riveted to it. Straps of metal. Okay, thanks. Does he look nice or does he look like most dwarves do? Really angry. You're saying dwarves don't look nice? He's like uh, brushing a pony. Hello. Ah, uh, intruders or something. No, no. We are rock monsters. Uh... And then we all pull out our guitars, and then we take a pose like the Ginyu Force. Oh, I get it. Rock, rock and roll monsters. Yeah, man. 
We just finished killing some land sharks. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You killed the land shark? Uh, two of them. Two yeah. of them. Two land sharks. That sounds impossible. We killed three of them. That's definitely outlandish. Can I pet your pony, man? Yeah, man. All right. You weren't here whenever we left before. Yeah, I was. Uh, uh, I just got back into town. I was coming back from Hank Thwain. Well, who are you? Are you Thwain? No, I'm Gallock of Pline. Don't confuse me with all the other Gallocks you've met. The only Gallock from Pline. If there's another one, I'll fight him to the death. What do you have in your cart there? Just like stuff we need for the town. Do you have any water? Yeah. Can I have some? Sure, if you buy it from me. Mm. All right. I don't know how you possibly sell water because like a copper's worth of water is probably like. 500 gallons of water. Hey, Gallic, do you know who's in charge of this amphitheater advertising? The average, what? Who do you want to advertise to? We're all here. We want to get the word out that we're playing a, a sweet show and get our equipment set up. Oh, okay. Can you tell them in Hankthwain so they can come to the show? Yeah, you want to play a show in like five days? No, no, no. Just tell them to come to the, oh. All right, we'll just play a show here and then play a show there. Yeah. Oh, okay. So what did you guys, uh, hiding out from Inganalia too? Oh, yeah. We hate them we're mostly on the road trying to play shows though like that's our main yeah we want to get famous oh yeah you're not like uh wanted by the law for inciting revolution or something not recently not yet good neither are we so don't tell anyone that we are i touched my nose real fast why are we talking to this i thought this dude was a (laughs) merchant i didn't know why we're talking to him about the show i thought we were gonna try to steal his goods (laughs) or you know whatever with money do you want to see if he has anything good? Yeah, yeah. I mostly buy like staples, like rations and stuff, so we can like survive out here in Grey Rock Village. We don't have a very stable economy, so I like travel out to Hangtwain. See, the rock monsters don't have things; they just have like rocks. Oh, this is my like real good like sitting rock, and this is my real good like throwing rock. Yeah, I've noticed like, they have different values than a lot of other people I've met. Yeah, well, they also don't like eat. So they don't need, like, farms. So, like, we have to, the four of us just make our own food and stuff. We mostly eat eggs and chickens. Makes sense, because you got, like, a field here and, That like, we feed chickens. with the green. Yeah. This guy seems like an oversharer. Well, it was great to meet you. I hope you come to our show later, but we need to talk to a real venue promoter. Your pony's real nice, though. Thanks. I'm going to do a slow, sneaky sidestep away from the conversation and go talk to Darren. I'm going to follow. I'm going to keep asking him questions about the horse off screen. It's a pony. Yeah, I'm going to keep asking him questions about the pony off screen. Hello, Darren. Darren is outside of his hut talking to Azela. Malene is also there. What are they talking about? Can we over here? Ours is also there. Now, at this point, they're now talking about like, oh, yeah, then Dolentane got the Fame Rider flying, which I never thought was going to happen. So it was way easier to get over here because he took us to... uh Leiden, and I really took that as like my sign that it was like time to come out of hiding and take back my rightful place and restore order to the galaxy. Hey, Wendy, I think we should just go in. We go up to them and uh, say hi. Darren's like, oh, hey, guys, how's it going? We went on a big adventure. We're big adventurers now. Oh, sweet. Killed two land sharks. Oh, wow. Two. Yeah. That's dangerous. And here's why. Land sharks are solitary creatures, and they only come within each other's territories ever to mate. So if one was a male and one was a female, and they weren't having a land dispute, then they might have a nest. 
All right. Um, well, do you know how to locate the nest? Because we found the burrow, but we don't know how to get into it because it's like in the land. I mean, I just dig, right? Like, do you have a shovel? Yeah. Can the rock men help us? Yeah. The rock monsters are super good at moving rocks. All right. Let's round up a crew and we'll head back out and we'll kill any babies that are there. All right. Yeah. Even if they're cute. Because we're real adventurers. We're tough guys. And then I flex. They might be cute when they're little, but they grow up to eat your friends. So not necessarily the wisest move to let them live. Here, you might need this. And he gives you like a wooden shovel that's like a square for the blade. It's like, it doesn't look like it digs through rocks at all. Perfect. Thank you for the help. Great. Wait, are we all going? Yeah, I figured you'd come with us, right? Yeah, uh, if, if I can't get eaten by a land shark, then. Hold on. We know that we can kill them already and we're real tough adventurers. That's proven. But we need someone who is an expert show promoter to promote our show that we're going to be able to play now since we took care of the threat. Yeah, so the rock monsters, they might not be super enticed into just like going to a show. But if we tell them that we are going to go check out the corpses of the land sharks that have been eating their friends, they'll probably be excited. And then if we're like, yeah, well, let's just go see a show while we're over here. They'll be like, yeah. Oh, perfect. We can set the stage. We can put the male on one side and the female on the other side, and then all the corpses across the stage in the front of the babies. Oh, okay. I thought you meant the corpses of the rock monsters. No, no. That would be grotesque. Yeah, I don't want to go watch, like, all my friends' bodies dead. I don't want to dress our stage up with the dead bodies of the land sharks. I'm so glad I'm talking to this pony instead of being there for that. They're not that pretty. I'm just saying, do you know what metal is we also are real adventurers wendy i thought that you wanted to be a real adventurer i already am a real adventurer you're the only one that's new to this maybe i don't understand what adventuring means yeah you got a lot of learning to do scrapper and then we wait for darren to help us rustle up some rockmen to help us dig yeah yeah he just walks out he's like yeah come on outside you guys go with him? Yep. Because yeah. he just goes like, hey, you and you and you and you. And just like a bunch of rocks are just sitting there like, what? And it turns out that the, the village is just full of rock monsters just sitting there. Good thing we didn't tell any secrets. And I wave at the big guy. And I'm like, motion him over. Oh, hey. Oh, later, dude. Thanks There's for- now like 15 or 20 rock monsters standing around. Later, dude. If you guys play a show later, I'll come to it because I like rock and roll. That's our plan. You Sweet. should come. Yeah. All right, when we take the rock men with us back to the burrow. I'll make sure that Paul Ann comes because she really likes rock and roll too. Rad. Darren's like, all right, nerds, we're going to go dig a hole. And the rock men are like, yeah. I love digging holes. And then we sing a little marching song. We're marching over to the hole where we can dig it up. Hey, we're a bunch of nerds, but we have a lot of cups. We never bring a shovel because our hands are giant scoops. If we were a mole, then we'd always have to poop. Dig em up. 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 Up, up. Dig em up. Dig em down. Wow, Wendy. Really ruined the mood there. Yeah, way to ruin it. I'm joking, Nora. Everyone marches over to the burrow. I want to show how useful I am as an adventurer, so I use my tracking skills to find the burrow. Seven. Uh, all right. Everyone follows. Scrapper for a while, and then eventually one of the rock monsters is like, what are you doing? It's over here. We're headed that way uh, now. You kind of missed it. Okay. Okay. Well, you if you know so much, then you lead the way. All right, sure. And they're all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they all just walk together because they can all see the shark sign really well. All right, then I just get with them. 
And then they all start heaving giant rocks out of the way until eventually you find a giant pile of eggs. What do they look like? Land shark eggs. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't these people back in town eat eggs? We could just take these all back and they could have like a fancy dinner, you know? Then one of them goes, no, they're gross. And he just smashes the whole nest with a rock. And he's like, suck it, land sharks. Okay, we were going to use them as stage dressings, but okay. You can still scoop up all the yolks. Also in the burrow, you find the corpse of a young lady who's wearing a yellow dress with an eyedrop hole, but she has it covered up with this dark brown cloak. Um, guys, I don't think this is a land shark. Or a rock monster. It looks like a person. A human. Doesn't that look like the dresses of those other people? And then one of the rock monsters goes, we kill humans. And then Darren's like, no, no, we don't, we don't kill humans. Like necessarily, we only kill humans that are trying to hurt us. And then the other one's like, yeah, well, we used to kill all humans. Okay. Well, I want to investigate the body. You find a note. What's it say? A flat. It says, dear Dirk Fidget, I decided that it is time for my revolution and coming of age. Can we assemble the people and make it happen? What? <laughs> Dirk Fidget? Do you read it out loud, or are we just going to freak out over here? Is it signed? Yes, signed oh, Azella. I um, pass it to my bandmates so they can read it, too. And then we bring that back to the town. Well, we also make sure there's nothing of value in the bird. Well, they're all standing right there. Oh, she came with us? Azella? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I tell them to hand it to her after they're done reading. She's like, oh, this is the note that I gave to Aileen, and she hands it to Darren, and he's like... Oh, this is already stuff you already told me, though. She's like, yeah, I was hoping that you would meet me in Leiden. It says, P.S., meet me in Leiden. And he's like, oh, yeah, how'd you guys even, how'd you even find me? Like, Grey Rock Village is, like, off all the maps and everything. And then Azella says, I hired these great adventurers. They can do any task. Yeah, and we've been adventuring for a long time. And we paid another adventurer to let us right to it. Yeah, but he sucked. He passed, sadly. So, uh, but I'm so grateful that you saved Grey Rock Village and you found the legendary revolutionary Dirk Fidget for me. And then Darren says, oh, yeah, I guess there's no point in me pretending not to be Dirk Fidget anymore because everyone knows and we're going back to business of th- overthrowing governments, baby. Let's go. What government did you overthrow before? Just tons. How long have you been doing that, man? Well, mostly I am a rock show promoter. That's uh, really But when the time comes and you need the person you need, then you need the person you need. Wise, man. Um, So let's play our show. Here's a question. Do we know of Ailer Mayhem? Have we heard the name Uh, Dirk Fidget before? Eight. Eight. Eleven. So you don't even know who he is. What kind of bands did you even promote before? One of the most famous bands ever, Antler Mayhem. Oh, have we heard of them? I thought that's where we just rolled. No, I rolled for Dirk. Yeah. You often don't know the promoter, but you know the band, which is true true based on my role also. Seventeen. Ten. Twelve. Right. I was on the same page as Brayden, but then Emily, I think, made a solid enough argument so the Fear Bowl has heard of Antler Mayhem. Oh, yeah, man. They were sick. That makes sense because he's the oldest. Yeah, you probably yeah. heard like covers of their songs played by bards. Oh, man. I know a song of theirs. We should play it. Okay. At our show. 
Derek goes, really? I can't wait to find out what you play at the show. Yeah. Yeah, well, we're great showmen, so it's going to be a secret. So tell all your friends to show up tonight at the Grey Rock Village Amphitheater. And then Azella goes over to Aelin's body and goes, hey, Aelin, why don't you come to the rock show tonight? I told all my friends, Wendy, are you happy? No. I don't like the... It feels like you're trying to make Wendy feel bad for finding your incompetent messenger. We're adventurers now, officially. And then all the rock monsters go to the amphitheater. We play a sick rock show with no dead bodies on the stage. Yeah, I was going to say, can we drag those corpses over? They're heavy. Uh, never mind. You can maybe get the fin off the one. Did, um, the lady, is it a Zella? Yeah. Did she bring Lars with her back to, like, investigate the holes? Yeah. Okay, so we have Lars with yeah, us yeah. for the show. Yeah, yeah. Cool, we play a sick show. Play an Antler Mayhem cover. And all the rock monsters cheer, but it sounds like an avalanche or something. And Gallock comes... And Pauline comes, and Grarain comes. Yeah, how big is our audience for this? Well, like hundreds of rock monsters. And then like six humans. Six. Oh, a dwarf. Uh, Do we pass around uh, a collection collection box? Is she a half-orc? Do rock men have money? Hey there, Grey Rock Galt. We are Dream Lancer, and today we're honoring one of those famous bands Antler Mayhem by playing one of their songs, Goodberry Wine.
You pass around a collection box and it comes back with a bunch of rocks in it. What kind of rocks? Shiny rocks. Like emeralds and diamonds? Yep. Nice. Let's split this up into thirds. Plus Lars should get a share, but I'll hold on to his share for him because we're like kindred spirits. What? Lars is kind of the big guy's buddy. Yeah. I'm fine with just splitting it three ways. It's fine. Okay. And then it'll be me and Wendy and Lars get a share. Yeah. And I'll hold on to Lars's share. Sounds good. Uh, if you say that now, wait till it comes up later. <laughs> we had a verbal contract. All right, we split it three ways like normal. You get gemstones worth a thousand gold. Total? Yeah. Nice. After the show, Azella says, Thank you, Dream Lancer. Without you, I could have never achieved this vital step to my rise to power so that I can free the Inganalian people from the tyranny. Of your mother-in-law. Yeah. Stepmother. Stepmother. Well, don't forget us when you get big. Yeah, I am, am big. As a token of my thanks, I would like to gift you with this. And she hands you a small chest. She says, just open it later. How much later? It has a thousand gold in it. Are you serious? It's just like you don't open up the envelope whenever they hand it to you. You gotta oh, okay. be respectful. Dude, we got so much money now. I think you guys want to like... Take a nap and then head on the road or... Yeah, let's go back to town and we can set up... I can set up another one of those fancy magical tents. Maybe somebody will let us sleep with them in an actual bed. Like real rock stars? Yep. I ask everybody if I can sleep with them. (laughs) Does anybody say yes? They're offended. Yeah, they're all like, no, I'm going to sleep by myself. I'm an adventurer and a rock star. I ask if there's any motel accommodations in town. I look for a good place to hang my hammock. (laughs) Between two rock pillars. No. <laughs> Maybe between two huts? Eh? They're pretty far apart. Wait, is there like a laundry sticks? Yeah, but you'll bend them. Come on. L-E-O-M-U-N, the apostrophe. S. Leoman's got a tiny hut and it's big enough for all of us. Leoman's got a tiny hut and it's big enough for all of us. All right, then you sleep tonight and you head off toward... Hang Thwain in the morning. All right, right before we leave, I go into the town and I'm like, hey, guy on the cart, do you have any postcards for sale? 
Uh, for your town here? No, but I could probably whip something up because I love Grey Rock Village. Oh, do it, man. And then he makes you some postcards and he hands them to you. Can he get some help from one of the Rockmen? Oh, yeah. He's like, I'll have the Rockmen do some art for you. Make sure it's some real adventurer stuff. Yes, yeah, going to say real adventurers. Maybe it could just be like a pit with a bunch of smashed eggs. All right. Sweet. And then... uh. Are there any birds around or critters? Yeah, uh, you find something. What did I find? Like a golden hawk. Oh, sick. I cast Animal Messenger on the golden hawk and give it a little snicky snack so that it comes down to me. Okay. tell it to tell my family the following message. Hey fam, uh, just replace our guitar player with a new guitarist and got a familiar. It's a bird. It's not this bird. Alright. Keep it real. Love you. Miss you. Riding into the sunrise. Where, what are we riding on? Our feet. Ride your feet off into the sunrise like the normal end of a spaghetti western. Another town is saved. No thanks to Lars. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Bardic Mystery Tour is recorded at Looking for Group Pittsburgh. Looking for Group Pittsburgh is a land center in the Brookline neighborhood of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. If you're in the area, stop by for games, co-working, or events. Find more information or schedule your next party at lfgpgh.com. Another town is saved. Thanks to the messages that we send to our families and the slaughtering of beasts, the killing of innocent children in the name of promoting our race over theirs. That's such a that's so little, negative. It got a little, like right at the very, very end, it got a little sour. It's pretty dark. Another town is saved. Thanks to the murder of some wild animals. And sharing of rock music to enhance our lives and bring joy to all the ears of those who listen. 
here on Bardic Mystery Tour.